Hey guys, welcome to another Quality Tech Talk with Omar and Creston. Yo, yo. Today we have uh, are going to be talking about some music streaming. Our uh, last podcast was about video streaming services and how that industry has really changed. But today we're going to talk a little bit about music streaming services because they it's are right in line. Re- they are very relevant as well. Uh, so, Chris, do you use a music service? Yeah, you know what? Um, this is really kind of dear to my heart. Mainly, you know, I, I grew up in a music background at home. Uh, my brother's, you know, really into the. I'm not gonna highlight too much of that, but um, yeah, you know, I, I nibble and dabble into kind of all of them because I felt like all of them have something to offer that not one is offering. Yeah, so, so it's kind of tough. Yeah, for me, I'm currently, and for a long time, have been a Spotify user. I've used Apple Music, I've used Google Play Music, I've used Deezer, I've used uh, Groove Music when Microsoft was still in the game for that. The Zoom. Yeah, the Zoom Pass <laughs> and all that. So I've used a lot of them. And, you know, so I have a lot of um, experience with them. And, you know, I like the concept, but... Yeah. I like me, me, me. I'm using Apple Music faithfully, um, and you know, if you guys listen to the last video or the last podcast, um, mainly because of my Apple, the Apple world I live in, and I kind of like the things that the manufacturer offers because I feel like it works better. But I mean, my everyday is kind of like Apple learns me and knows me, gives me my U tab, and you know what I what it what it thinks I should be listening to today. So it just kind of just works. You know, um, again, Spotify is awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, you, you listen to Spotify. All the time, yeah. uh, I think the curation in Spotify is pretty dope. Yes. the You can click on the artist and it go on for days. True. Clean, True. like mm-hmm. for real. Mm-hmm. So all that brings us to music streaming. And to really understand the late landscape of music streaming, we have to understand how it got brought about. Yeah. So in the old days, you know, people... Would be calling them old <laughs> man. It, it was it was the old days. You know, it was like back in the fifties, right? Um, it was always vinyl records. You had this huge giant record player. Hey, you go to the still record store nowadays, and it, it's still a thing. Yeah, it That's is. That's the it thing. Is. Yeah, yeah vinyl, it's funny about vinyl is that it used to be classic. used to be the only medium. Then it died for a couple decades, yep. and now it's become now it's like the thing. It's like when you really collection. really want to listen to and you want to add to your collection. There's an album you really yeah, it's like. For, it's for collectors, people that have a love, like a real love for it. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. Like if I wanted to get into it personally, I'd probably the first thing I would do, I would buy a good record player and I'd buy Illmatic by Nas. Would be the first thing I'd buy. I keep seeing Prince. I'll probably buy yeah, Prince. Yeah, buy by Prince. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So it was vinyl records, big devices. Um, huge, obviously, vinyl discs, and, uh, you know, you'd play with the needle and all that, and, which was cool for, like, home use and stuff, but then, you know, other things started to pop up, so, the 8-track was released, right, you know, you could play that. You know what, I never was around, I mean, when did that come out, because I never, I never nibble and dabble in it, um, let's see, guys, a little, a little pause while you hear the funky beats in the, hey, matter of fact, where, what playlist are we playing right now? So, right now, we got the Lo-Fi Beats, uh, playlist going on Spotify, the, uh, current song is Rolling Papers by Sleep Dealer. 
you know, pretty, we decided to get some good vibes going while we were talking about it. It's very apropos, actually, since we are talking about music streaming services uh, to have some music playing in the background. Of course, you know, if you want to check this out, go on Spotify. Lo-Fi Beats is the playlist. Uh, so, yeah, back to it. Back to it. Uh, 8-Track came out in the early, the mid-1960s, early 1980s. Mm-hmm. Or to the early 1980s. So... Yeah, nah. Uh, when I, I was born in '86, so I kind of jumped into the tapes. Shame. I know you're gonna jump into that in a minute, but I, I kind of jumped jumped into the tapes. Yeah. So my grandmother actually had an old eight-track player at her house. Damn, so I've never seen one. I've it's seen wild one. because when you pop it in, it's kind of like a, a VHS tape almost, and uh, it sticks out though because <laughs> it's so big. You right. Know what I mean? Right. Um, That's crazy. So, but they also have them in the car, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I do. Yeah. I do remember seeing them like in like movies and stuff like yeah, that. So yeah. So yes, in the car. And at home, right? So then, but they said, man, these things are so, so big, right? Yeah. So they switched over to the cassette tape. Man, I remember I had, um, my mom bought me a cassette tape holder with my name on it. Man, I had all my favorite little cassette tapes in there. I remember I used to listen to Tupac a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, man, that, hey, that's a good time. I, I remember having to, I remember uh, when I was in school, I was recording the radio station songs mm-hmm. On my mom's uh, stereo, you know, player. Yeah, the tapes. The yeah, cassette so tapes was the dope. <laughs> the big thing, the advancement that cassette tapes had was that they were small enough to be portable. And that's when you saw, like, the Walkman come out and people had their little cassette players with their headphones. Yeah. They were typically kind of big, yeah. bright colors, right? Yeah. And that became, like, a way to have port. There was really the first portable audio outside of the car, right? Yeah. I didn't have a Walkman. I had a... Uh, once I jumped from the tapes, I actually didn't get a Walkman or a tape player. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up with a CD player. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then, which brings us to the compact disc, the CD. You know, that, again, made it even more portable. I remember uh, one time um, I had gotten this Panasonic CD player. <laughs> and uh, I'll never forget, I had this little switch on it that gave it stereo mode, right? So you okay, could listen okay. to it without having headphones plugged in. And I just thought this was the baddest thing the baddest. on the, on the planet. Yeah, I, yeah. I, like, I thought I was like King Kong walking around <laughs> New York, you know. And well, I remember one time I was on the bus in New York and I had it going. And I'm at a red light, summertime, you know, so the windows are down. And this lady's like, oh, stop the noise pollution, you know. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, oh man. man. Yeah, yeah. So then the game was changed. Big things happened. The game was changed by Steve Jobs when he introduced the iPod. I'm trying to think. I don't think I had an iPod until... I didn't have it immediately. Immediately, no. I had a couple shuffles. I remember I had I did have a one of the first Nanos. Yep, I did have a Nano. Um, and I had iPod Touches as well. Okay. Um, uh, I never yeah. really had the classic, which is like the iconic That's the one. That's the iconic, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so think about the iPod. Think about how it changed things. Before, it would be a situation where... You would have one CD, or if you're in the car, you had like six CD changer type thing. <laughs> I remember having to change the CDs in my mom's car. Yeah. Because of the six disc. <laughs> right, right. So the iPod said, hey, take all your CDs, put it on iTunes, Windows or Mac, and um, you know, put it on this device that could hold thousands of songs. And um, it was a real cool idea. Right. But the only problem is uh, this uh, opened the door to illegal downloading. You know, you had yeah. the, the Napsters of the world. And the yeah, LimeWire, LimeWire, FrostWire when LimeWire was down. Kaza was another one. You said Napster too, right? Yes, yeah. yes. And so basically, uh, you would have somebody buys a CD, 
uploads it onto this uh, platform on Napster or whatever, and right, everybody yeah. downloads it. Right. And they import it to iTunes because iTunes can handle MP3 fly- files, which is what they would be, you know, saved in. I used to sell CDs when I was in school. Oh, you too? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was and a little I, side hustle. And I tried, to, <laughs> and I tried to undercut the other guy, so I, would, I think I bought like. I used to buy like these five pack of discs for like two dollars. Yeah, yeah. And the other guys were selling there for like five, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna sell it for three. Yeah, undercut them. Walmart way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. I already done made my money back just off of one disc. You know what right. I'm saying? And I did it back in. Uh, I went to Cash Tech in downtown Detroit. Mm-hmm. I did it there, and then I did it uh, when I got to Redford Township. I, I um, went to Thurston High School. That's where I graduated from. I used to do it there too. So, yeah, uh, the. Um, the CDs, the selling the CDs was my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you had all this counterfeit stuff going on, and so it almost crippled the music industry because no one was buying CDs anymore. And so then Apple, being the leader of this new medium, you know, came up with something new. Yeah, they came up with all right. Well, what if we only charge for a song? As opposed to having to buy the entire album. So the model here was 99 cents a song. And people thought about it. I was like, well, if I'm going to buy this new this record and I'm only really buying it for this hit song that came out, why would I spend $18 for the whole album when I could just spend 99 cents on the song? Yeah. Well, before you, before you keep going, uh, back, back to the CD thing, I remember... I never ever, I never really downloaded songs from, uh, I never purchased songs from iTunes. I think I did once. You did? Yeah. I, uh, like like you said, I did the Frostwire, Limewire, and Napster Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. But then, like you mentioned, uh, why would I buy the whole album? I used to go to, I think Target always came out with their albums every Wednesday. Yeah. I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. Mm -hmm. I would go there to get my albums. Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I am super stoked that things are the way they are now. Cause I used to hate buying an album every week. Think about just like ten or fifteen dollars a week. Every week, yeah. Now you're at ten dollars a month if you got family. It's fifteen dollars a month. You know what I mean? So Apple did the ninety nine cent thing, and it it changed everything. You know, people were much more comfortable with it. Right. Like, hey, they're watching MTV or something, and they're like, hey, well, there's a new U two song out or whatever. You know, let me uh, go buy that for ninety nine cents. Right. It's that that ninety nine cents things what gets people. Yeah, right? it's like it's like oh, it's only a dollar. Only a dollar. You we know, spend more than that on coffee. Right. <laughs> Mobile app developers have been relying on that model forever. Like, well, I have and I purchased only ninety nine cents. Yeah. Right. So, since this was very successful, the iPod is probably one of Apple's most successful products next to the iPhone. I would, yeah. I would argue. Yeah. Um, other companies started to jump in. You know, yeah. Samsung made an MP3 player that I had. They had the P2, which yep. is like a touchscreen yep. one. Uh, you had SanDisk making their clips and, and all that. Yep. Yeah, you had the, Microsoft Zoom. The Zoom. I had the Zoom. That thing was pretty dope. I had the Zoom HD. And it, it true story, it's what made me go to Windows Phone when I did. Lame. Because <laughs> uh, Windows Phone 7 looked like a direct rip of the UI from the Zoom HD. Okay, okay. You know. um, but after a while, people were just kind of like... I'm sick and tired of buying yeah. paying 99 cents for a song. And I, th- I think they saw that. There must have been some like drop that we didn't like mm-hmm. see. Yeah. And, and then now we have today. Like if you think about it, it's like, oh, say you have 500 songs and you know you purchased all these songs over the years on iTunes. You mm-hmm. think, oh, I spent $500 on music. Yeah, so people you know, just got tired of buying the songs. They spent $500 on these songs. So... Damn, an opportunity that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> Hold on, so that's so you said five hundred dollars, right? Just as like a number to throw out there, right? Ten times twelve, like today. 
120. $120 for all the albums you want. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, so that's really what posed the opportunity for streaming, right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, so they looked at it like, hey, we're going to have a massive library. Customers could go through it. And they can have um, access to all the music that they want. Really. I wonder where, and that's probably, sorry guys, we should probably should do a little bit more research on it, but I wonder where the artists started to lose. I mean, I get it. We got, I don't know, how many subscribers on, let's say, Spotify? Mm-hmm. Over, over 50 million, I would say. Okay, so I wonder, and they get certain cents per stream or something, right? So I wonder it's, where... And so, so Spotify, which we actually are going to get to a little bit, Later, uh, their streaming payout, if I'm not mistaken, is 0.00068 cents okay. per, um, per stream. And Apple Music and others pay a little bit more. Okay. Um, it is, Spotify pays about 0, 0.006 cents to uh, Apple's is 0.084 per stream. So a little bit more, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so you have to stream a lot. You have you to get a lot played. But hey, yeah. th- that's where we're at every day, right? Right. So, I mean, to calculate that up in a day per stream for, like, let's say that number one song, I mean, they, they, they might make something. They make money, that's yeah. for sure. I, and, I, and, you know, I get it. They make it on tours and concerts mm-hmm. more so and sponsors. But I just wonder, like, if they really are losing from when we used to buy cassettes and discs. Well, because of now. the pirating, I think they're better off now. I think... The streaming industry is the happy medium for record labels and artists. Yeah. Because yeah. they look at it as, okay, you know, people, people were buying CDs and stuff. That was the peak. Yeah. And especially when somebody comes out with a double album, they would get like 25 <laughs> bucks, right? Um, obviously, the low point is, you know, pirating, you know, because yeah. they were getting nothing. Yeah. And so the happy medium becomes, you know, making the money off of the music streaming services. And when you really look back, really the first one that kind of comes to my mind of um, who really came out first with the streaming was Pandora. You know? Hey, Pandora used to be dope, man. Like, I mean, it still is. And I, and I hear hear I hear from a lot of people that Pandora is, is doing a lot, even, a lot better than what they used to, too. Correct. With their current curation and all that, too. Um, but yeah, I, I don't... Me personally... I don't do the free, free stuff. Mm-hmm. I think if you pay for it, you get all the extras and exclusives and things True. like that. So uh, I probably won't be trying out the um, the Pandoras anytime soon like I used to. Almost oh, definitely. And, but that really kind of got to the whole artist curation thing. And that's, you know, kind of what really was the foundation for your Apple Musics and Spotify's of the world. Um, so they, you know, Pandora had the setup where it was, um, you know, pick an artist you like. Yeah. Say, like, one of my radios on Pandora, that, like, that was my Nas radio. Yeah. So you do that, and then it starts putting a bunch of other artists in there yeah, and that are very similar. Yeah. Which is a model or a setup that Spotify, Google Play, um, and Apple Music and they others take from each other. have used uh, religiously. Now, with Pandora, the way they did it, obviously, was ad-supported. Mm-hmm. So, after every few songs, you would have an advertisement there, and that's how they would make their money. Right. And also pay the artists as well. So, over time, more companies entered the arena. 
You know, Microsoft came in with their Zune Pass. Spotify was founded in 2008. Dang, Google, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Wow. Um, Google uh, came out with Google Play Music. Google Play Music was actually my thing. Yeah. Man. I thought it was like the curation there was pretty good too. I think personally, like today, um, it's it's scattered. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't learn you like it not should. Like it used to. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then title Apple Music and SoundCloud as well all kind of came into for, into the forefront, and uh, so you had a lot of options. So, but what made all of them similar is that they had an ad free service that had the radio function like Pandora. Besides Apple, Apple never had a free service. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. So that's crazy. Well, no, they're ad free. So oh, ad free. Yeah. Gotcha, so they're gotcha. uh, they're paid services, right now. Apple is the only one without a free one. Right. Actually, I don't think Tidal has a free version either. Nope. Well, they just give you the free. They just give you the the, the trial. That's why. They yeah, do. yeah. So, uh, like, Spotify has a free version. I know uh, Google Play has a free version as well. Yeah. Um. So the you know the typical pricing point of this is ten dollars a month, and Tidal's exception starts at twelve. Starts at twelve. Mm-hmm. But you get a different exclusive. They also have seven thousand seven million more songs. Mm-hmm. Um. And the the sound the sound quality is a little bit different as well. Yeah, and the good thing about these is that they kind of offer a mix of what Pandora gave you and what iTunes on the iPod gave you. They give you the library function, but they also give you the radio right. discover function, which is kind of like the best of both worlds. So you really get the best. Right. So fast forward to today, and we think about what it's like in the current streaming landscape. There's so many services like we just talked about. Right. And there's always, it's always a, an argument between everybody, which is better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you could, if you just look on, online and do a quick Google search, you will find... Videos on Versus. Counts, okay. constant <laughs> videos, in-depth articles from multiple outlets yep. about who really has the best music streaming service. But the main four right now, I think, are um, Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, and Google Play slash YouTube Music. YouTube Music, right. And up until recently, the ranking goes. Is there? There's a ranking, right? Apple, Spotify. Yeah, so it goes Apple Music, Spotify, probably Google Play, and then right, Title. Right, then Title. Yeah. You have to have a. a you have to, for Title, you have to be an enthusiast. You got to be. Mm-hmm. You got to. You, you got to love Jay Z. You got to yeah. love what they do. You right. got. You got to be in that. And and like I said, for the higher quality, if you, you know you're a headphone head and right. you, you like that quality, you know. So yeah, of course. Yeah, and Spotify was kind of like the leader for a very long period of time up until recently when uh, Apple Music took the throne. So when you really look at each one, they have different appeals, right? Right. So Spotify, you know, well, one, it was the market leader. It was kind of one of the first ones, so a lot of people are used to it. Yep. Um, but also... It was, like, it was like that bandwagon, too. Yeah. Every, since you got it, yeah, I got to get it. You, I, I you got Spotify. it, you got it. Oh, yeah, I got to get it. Spotify has great social features, you yeah. know, direct links to Instagram stories, yep. WhatsApp, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, so you can share with people what you're listening to. Sharing playlists is a huge thing with Spotify as well. And it's it's recommendation engine and you know, artist recommendations is incredibly good. Mm-hmm. And it always has been. Um, Apple Music, uh, you know, they have a lot of artists who love Apple who endorse their product. Right. right? And uh, they pay a little bit more than Spotify, which is another good thing. I think they're the only ones in the game that didn't fight that fight. It was a royalty fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a, that's a cool thing. You know, and you wonder who cares more. And you really look at it, they've become like, you know, 
the music app on iPhones, which in the US are obviously incredibly popular. And uh, it ties in the service to the native music app. So you're kind of, if you're gonna listen to any music ever, you're exposed to Apple Music. Yeah, you know, like I said, I. I have an iPhone, I use Apple Music, um, and again, mainly it's just already there. Like, whereas any other phone that you use, or even an iPhone, you have to download everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Samsung comes with a pre-installed because of their contract, maybe. Yeah, maybe. they have their own one, but they also have Google Play Music installed. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, I think Apple Music is probably the only one that is fully integrated. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then any, any Apple thing you buy, you could buy a charger. They literally send you an email saying... Oh, you get three months free with Apple Music. Mm-hmm. So they're literally boasting it. Yeah, they have their partnership with Verizon as well. Yeah. You know, which has uh, been pretty, really successful. Um, when you move to Tidal. That's crazy. You got one of the best companies out there teaming up with one of the best companies mm-hmm. out there. It's that, That's a natural partnership. Yeah, that's opinion. a natural partnership, right? Mm-hmm. And you've seen that before. Tidal and Spotify have teamed up with Sprint before. Mm-hmm. I've never seen T-Mobile do anything like that or AT&T, but... Yeah, T-Mobile, man. I wonder, I wonder how much money... Verizon gave or Apple gave, which whoever started it or whatever the agreement was, and I would love for Apple to come to T-Mobile. Oh yeah, John. John got a lot of push, man. <laughs> hey, John, if you're listening or if you heard anybody talk about our podcast, man, go ahead and steal that Apple from them too. Apple Music. <laughs> and then you got so you have Title, which is um, super super high quality. You know they stream everything in FLAC files. Oh. So, yeah, and they're supposed to be extra, extra artist friendly with you know Jay Z and and all those artists there. Uh, the thing about Fla- so if you don't know about FLAC files, FLAC files are huge. I remember one time when I was in my illegal downloading days, I went to download an album and I didn't know. Get you talking about illegal stuff? Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, and it was in FLAC, and you know, so typically those albums back then were a hundred megabytes or less. This one was damn near a gig. Damn. And it was, oh, but they're all flat files, you know, so it's like 100 megabytes a song. Okay. Which has so many layers to it, but the only way you can truly appreciate that kind of hi-fi music is if you have the headphone hardware to be able to, to, to really listen. And just for, uh, when you look at bit rates, which is how, you know, a lot of this is measured, um, the standard bit rate that a lot of uh, companies start off with is 128 uh, kbps and what the then you have some go all the way up to 320 i know apple music and spotify their high quality versions go up to 320 uh title goes up to 1440 just to give you an idea of how much more you know you are getting for that premium subscription with title um have you ever messed with title or you know uh J- i think it was either kanye's or j cole's album mm-hmm it was Kanye, J. Cole, or, or Jay-Z's album. One of their albums could only be streamed on Tidal when it released. I think that was Jay. Okay. I think that was the 444 album. Yep, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't have it, but I used my uh, friend slash sister's, um, her login, just to listen. Mm-hmm. Now you would think like, damn, if you're a Jay-Z fan, why don't you just go ahead and you know, buy it, man? Right, right, right. You know? But uh, yeah, and I was I was I was, li- I was a little upset with that. But yeah, I've used it, um, but I haven't used it thoroughly. Um, I want it. I want to, like we were talking earlier. I want to. I want to dabble and dabble in it just because of the fact that it has seven million more tracks, mm-hmm. and like 
It had that. It had that. They did an exclusive like uh, festival when uh, Nipsey Hussle died. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, it seems like titles the the artists streaming service of choice mm-hmm. like you know there's an old saying like with rappers like I'm your favorite rapper's favorite rapper Yeah. so it's like yeah. title is like <laughs> your favorite artist streaming service yeah, you know yeah, yeah. so it's kind of like that and obviously the last one here is um, was Google you know um, now Google I always felt like Google has they got a lot of resources but they don't use them it's like so so much potential um, with what they're trying to do because automatically you get YouTube premium mm-hmm. right off rip now, it used to be as easy as sign up for Google Play Music, get YouTube Premium. Now, you have to pay $12 a month, or $12.99, excuse me, uh, to get YouTube Music, Google Play Music, and YouTube Premium. Hmm. So it's a little bit more expensive. But some people tell you, for ad-free YouTube, it's worth it, right? Yeah. Um, on top of that, you can upload up to 50,000 songs onto Google Play Music, and... Uh, you know, it ties into music videos on YouTube as well. So they're really, you know, incorporating YouTube and the YouTube music brand into uh, their offering for streaming music as well. So that's an incredible value proposition. And, you know, the fact that all these services are pretty widely available. Right. You know, even Apple Music is available on Android and the web um, and on different computers and things of that nature. But the real issue becomes with all these different brands now is exclusives. You know, some artists, and Jay-Z, we were just talking about, he's a prime example. Adele is another example of an artist that just doesn't upload their music to Spotify because they don't pay enough. Right, right, right. You know? And um, as a Spotify user, it's annoying, but I also understand it. You know, if they're not paying you enough, you want to get paid. I get that. Um, So that's a problem for Spotify users. Um, so a lot of times you have early release exclusives. Apple Music does that all the time. Yes, Tidal do. does that all the time as well. I love it. And so it becomes like an exclusive factor. I remember, I think it was a Taylor Swift album some years ago that was exclusive on Apple Music for the longest time. And people were like, it became like a status symbol almost for like Taylor Swift fans. Oh, you didn't hear the new T-Swift album. The same thing with uh, like Drake. Yeah. Drake, Drake yeah. had that contract uh, with Apple. It only released on Apple Music for, it was I think it was a short time actually, like 24 hours and then everywhere else. Mm-hmm. But you can hear it at midnight. Um, pretty dope. So again... High, high top-notch artists, mm-hmm. I think, are the reason why some of these uh, streaming services have become who they are. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. And then the last thing is you have certain artists who just refuse to upload the streaming services, period. Uh, a good example that is probably Tool. Tool's mm-hmm. uh, Tool, where they just don't believe in the platform, don't believe in the format, and refuse to release any of their music on there. Hmm. And, of course, as an artist, that's your prerogative. You know, if you don't want to have it on streaming services and get your money that way, you know, you get your money through traditional record sales and and touring, like we were talking about earlier. They they, they must or they they hope to have a high brand, uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of loyal customers. Yeah, when you're you're coming up, you know, you you have to do what you have to do, right? You know, you can't just... uh, like, oh, my fans are my fans. Like, well, yeah. no, you don't have any fans. Yeah, no, you're going <laughs> to lose those fans to the other ones that are doing it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, obviously, these make sense now in the age of the smartphone and unlimited data, you know. But could we maybe see uh, some device, dedicated devices around streaming music services? I know there is one right now. It's called Mighty. It's like $86. Okay. It looks just like an iPod Shuffle. 
Okay. But it only works with Spotify. Interesting. So yeah, Spotify pre- you have to have premium, of course. You can't have free fresh. Free right, of course. But uh, so it's I think it's like an eight gig hard drive in there, and allows you to save up to a thousand songs, playlists, and stuff. And you just use it like you would uh, uh, iPod Shuffle. I wonder if if there are more give me more devices. If Apple decides not to kill the iPod, maybe they have. Uh, like an iPod Touch with better dedicated Apple Music support. I think what'll happen uh, if if you if you think devices, either two things are gonna happen. You're gonna have more cars that have Apple CarPlay or Android Auto yeah. give you that option to um, add LTE. Yes, and you do it through there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or you might have more devices like that that you can add LTE to, mm-hmm. so like the iPod Touch, it'd be like a mini tablet, whatever. Sure, sure. And instead of using, instead of connect, connecting your phone, you've connected your iPod Touch. Right, right, um, right. Now, I, I get it, that gets rid of the phone and the, and the messaging function, but again, again, you're talking about safety, mm-hmm. you know, so you still get all your, everything else but call and text. You still get all your social, whatever pop-ups, you still get your music. So I, I can see more LTE streaming models, whether it be devices or whether it be already built into everything you have. Yeah, I, I kind of wonder if we're going to see more companies, more of these streaming services, build applications for cars. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to just only relying on Android Auto or CarPlay. Because not a lot of people actually, like like me and you, yeah, we talk about it. But I don't hear a lot of people say, I need to get a car with Apple uh, CarPlay or I got to get a car with Android Auto. So Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, yeah they don't care. The right. list, yeah. And so, like, my sister, she just bought a car and I told her it has Apple CarPlay. She was like, what's that? I had to kind of show her what it was about, right? Right, yeah. So I feel like one day they're going to be like, okay, Apple CarPlay is cool, Android Auto is cool. Eh, let's just put it in there mm-hmm. so they don't have to worry about it. This is this is going to be now the, right. the view. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, so I think... Maybe and I think I don't think these streaming services are going away anytime soon. No, not because, at all. Like I said, it's it's kind of a happy medium. Everything is services. Yeah, everything is. Our past services. few videos you've heard service after service after service. Right, right. Everything is services. And it's become a thing now where people they they want to keep getting money, right? And I, and also as a consumer, like if you listen to music a lot with a degree, any degree of regularity, like Spotify sends you um, your year in review, right? And it tells you That's how much. That's actually pretty cool. I wish Apple would do that. Yeah. And, it, <laughs> and so it. Um, well, it tells you at the end of the year for like New Year's, what did you listen to the most? But. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it just kind of, yeah, it just becomes a thing uh, where you're just using, um, you know, X amount of hours per year. And I mean, how is that not worth $10 a month? And I still think it's better than paying for. Um, uh, you know, paying for every song or paying for every album, even though you would own it at that point. Right. So I really think that this is kind of a happy medium, which kind of uh, brings us to what our preferences are. Yeah, I think I'm going to continue to stick with Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it just, it's one of those things, the old time saying with Apple products, it just works. Mm-hmm. For me, it just works and it gives me what I need, you know, and then I have, you know, my family, they're just in tune to whatever, they kind of follow what I do, so once they get hooked onto something, then I feel like I need to stay hooked because I don't want to keep flipping them around. <laughs> right, so. right. And for me, so I've been, I've always come back to Spotify, like I said, I've dabbled in the other ones. You better I've, get that one month free on the Apple, man. I, man. I, thought, I thought about trying Apple Music again <laughs> to see what I was missing, and I know Spotify has its shortcomings, uh, like the... 
you can only stream from one device at one time simultaneously. Uh, the 10,000 song limit, well, as far as adding to your library, has that limitation in place. Um, but I like the fact that it works on Google Homes. I like yeah. the fact that it works on Android and iOS very well. You know, because I remember you saying earlier that Apple Music app on Android is just no good. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. And, and, and this is on the Pixel 2, so I mean, I can't see it really being that much better on a Pixel 3. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, to me, I think I'm probably going to stick with Spotify. I might give Apple Music another yeah, whirl. Just he to see is. How it goes. He is. He just bought an iPhone, an iPad. He's going to give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so... So yeah, so that's you know music services uh, as as they are right now. We think it's something that's going to be here to stay. Uh, is there? But you know, there's also lower level um, services. Well, like Deezer is out there, and uh, Napster has actually come uh, come back from the dead as a streaming service. Really? Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. I heard they're actually pretty decent. Um, so yeah, so we would love to hear what you guys think about music streaming services as a general product and or as a general service and if you uh if you use one which one do you use and what why? do you use yeah if you like i have a friend who loves google play music really yeah he loves it and <laughs> um and refuses like i told him how it's going away for, in he's favor. like yeah right i'm gonna be there to the last minute exactly exactly <laughs> and uh you know uh having you try and uh, hack it and see if i can find a back door Right, exactly. <laughs> Having used uh, YouTube Music again because I subscribed to YouTube Premium recently, that's still a mess. You know, uh, Google has some work to do there. Yeah, some work. Uh, but this has been a, another quality tech talk here with Omar and Creston. We look forward to hearing you guys' thoughts on this one. Enjoy. Look forward to talking to you on the next one. Anything you'd like to hear us uh, ramble on about? Please let us know. If uh, also, if you notice, we have, do have some music in the background. Um, like we mentioned earlier, this is a Lo-Fi Beats playlist off of Spotify. Uh, we kind of want to incorporate that just to add another flavor to our podcast. Um, if you like that, let us know. If you think it's whack, also let us know. Uh, Who but, don't like some music? Yeah, but until next time, this is Omar and Creston, Quality Tech Talk. <laughs>